Well, you're listening to the Mixer podcast, where I'm genuinely sitting on my hands. Um, this is take number probably 18 now at the moment, and the first 17 I've started with, hello, clap. This is the Mixer podcast, so I'm, I'm actually sitting on my hands, and they're going to stay there until they get sweaty. Good man. And I'm here with Mick. Hello. And Mick knows everything there is about terrible oh, amateur Irish football. It took you 20 seconds to start line. Yeah, <laughs> Save us on the internet, it must be true. Um, we're going to step through all the ins and outs of Irish football, the LSL, the League of Ireland, the UCFL, the AUL, um, we're going to talk about the Premiership, Champions League, La Liga, any other leagues? Uh, is there much point about the Premier League when it's already over? Liverpool have won it. Oh, well, we're, actually, we're not even top now after. Well, Man City uh, absolutely annihilated Chelsea today. Just when you think that you can count on Chelsea to do you a favour. To do something for you. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't think there was anybody expecting Aguero to I, hit three today. I didn't even, uh, uh, I was out with the little one today and uh, got home 47 minutes on the clock into the second half and it was 4-0. I was like, we'll just go back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, what else? That's, you pretty much covered everything what we're going to talk about. We'll try to keep it as local as possible. Yeah, we try to... talk about your games, the games that you were playing. They, you know, so... Try to keep it as local as possible as well. Yeah, so feel free to get in touch with us if you've got a game coming up that we don't know about. Like We'd love to sit on Twitter all day, but unfortunately we can't. Now I, most of the day I will, if I can get away with it. But really, if there's something you want us to see or go to talk about, just send us a message. We'll come out. I went out to Port Marnock today to see Port Marnock and Crumlin, and my God, it was cold. But we'll get to that <laughs> later on. Honestly, it was freezing listen I don't envy you for a fight you for going <laughs> it was horrible good game of football but it took me a while I'm not even going to lie here Mick <laughs> I didn't know which team was which for a little while oh dear god he's <laughs> gone there already yeah I was taking down notes and I, I was ready at any moment that call that to, you didn't know who it was <laughs> well you see I couldn't understand the way Port Manor set up when you come in, you can have a pitch on the left is their main pitch and they have a little pitch on the right where there was young lads playing on as well. Paddy's Hill, yeah. Yeah, Paddy Hill. And in the in the middle is where I thought the home team would be in because that made mm. sense. That It's the more central dugout and that's what I thought. And it kind of took me about 30 minutes of standing there in the absolute blistering cold <laughs> to realise that the home team are going to put their dugout over there. Oh, right, okay. With the, with the tree cover. Listen, this is uh, this is the kind of standards that you're going to be getting <laughs> every week, <laughs> every Monday eight o'clock. This is the this, this is the can standard. Only get better. Um, well, so we put it out on Twitter today. So I was like, how do we start the Twitter or how do we start the podcast? And I said, listen, we'll put out an opening question. Someone, you know, we'll get floods of questions and we can talk at random as possible. Uh, we got no questions. Well, we were we were inundated with a well more of a demand. Yeah. Do not talk about the Tala teams in the UCFL because yeah, they get enough mention. So, like, I mean, we're scrambling forum, for so. content, and then this comes in. Yeah. Do not put this in. It's like we've got to try and get maybe a half hour out of this. Listen. Um, <laughs> so we got no questions, but please, next week when I put out the tweet of any random questions, it could be anything from I clapped. There's a clap. um, it could be anything from what's the perfect fruit? What's your perfect sandwich? Would you rather X Y Z? Who's going to win this? Would you rather have Jeannie Wijnaldum or Paul Pogba? That was one question that we got, but like, that's not even a question to go on. Do you know what I mean? Yes, we know the whole Yeah, it? obviously. Who wouldn't want Georgie <laughs> over uh, Pogba? You know what I mean? He spends too much time on Instagram, as Suna says. Um, but, yeah, so, um, listen. 
any help would be appreciated. Get some questions into us. If you want us to cover anything, as Eric said, we'll get out and cover it. And that's at the Mixer Podcast on Twitter. I did make a Facebook page, and until about five minutes ago, I forgot I made that Facebook page. Make you also forgot the name of the Twitter page as well. It's at Mixer Podcast. What did I say? You was at the Mixer Podcast. And you know, I've literally written that. I've got four <laughs> eight, eight like sheets of all the- over this room. <laughs> I've written on every single one at the top because I keep forgetting it. So it's at Mixer Podcast. Right, so we better start talking about football before right. people actually turn off. Uh, so mainly FAI Junior Cup uh, was kind of the main competition that went on today apart from the game the Euro um, last weekend and this weekend the FAI Junior 7th round 7th round uh, took place we had um, VC from the UCFL were in it uh, Crumlin and Ballymun uh, from Leinster Senior League uh, were both at the wrong end of the results uh, they welcome sides from um, Clamel, obviously came up last week and beat uh, Crumlin. And uh, Ballymun um, would be fairly disappointed about the result at home yesterday against Anna Cotty. Um, striker Online, which is the new thing that's come up now since the Herald is pretty much just not running it anymore. So they've gone with the times. Probably the right thing to do. Yeah, they do a great little. It's brilliant. To be fair, every to. week with the. It's it's really really good. Like you're getting fixtures on a six o'clock. Well, me and you in the UCFL, we did not get fixtures till Monday morning. I but now I got fixtures today. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So now with Striker Online, we're getting them at six o'clock on a Sunday. We know what we're doing. We know what the plan. We have a game next Friday. You know what I mean. So we know what the story is. Uh, so Striker Online coming online has been absolutely. Superb. They streamed the Ballymun game yesterday. Yeah, so uh, the caught as well. most of it. Uh, Ballymun, really disappointed that they lost this one. So, Did you see the, the goal? Yes. So the cameraman out at the end as well. It was a nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anacody, like, they did an interview with uh, the manager of Anacody, now his name escapes me for the moment, but um, like he said they hadn't scored in one game of the last 28 fixtures that they played. Uh, those figures might be skewed a bit, but it was definitely 28. Um, they haven't scored in one game of the last 28 fixtures. So they kind of knew they were going to score and to have that confidence coming all the way up to Dublin from Limerick against a top Lens of Senior League team, you know, in this to get a win like that. But the goal, free kick just inside the, the Ballymun half. It's fairly deep, it's fairly high. And by the time they get a run in, the Anacoli fella gets a header on it. It's he's six yards out. Do you know what I mean? He's on the six-yard line box, and there's probably three or I think there's three Anacotti players waiting to head the ball. Uh, it so was it's a lovely flick. It was a lovely flick, but uh, do you want your keeper coming out for those ones? It's a great ball. You know what I mean? But it, it comes that long, it travels that far, comes that deep into your box. From a defensive point of view, you'd have to be disappointed. Now, again, they said they worked on these things. Fair play to them. But... Listen, if it's you can see those goals, you'd be fairly upset. Now, it's the furthest that they've got. Uh, so they're into the quarterfinals, which means they get a, ch- uh, a spot into the FAI Senior Cup next year. So they can play against League of Ireland, so they'll be drawn against League of Ireland. So it's brilliant for them. Uh, a missed opportunity for Ballymun. So quarterfinals draw is on Tuesday. And we've seven of the eight teams ready to go in the, uh, in the hat. So Peak Villa are playing Westport on the 16th of February. Okay. So you've got um, Evergreen, who um, they were in the final two years ago, I think, against Sheriff. 
Um, they be VC of the UCFL, who will be a very, very solid side when it comes to um, comes to the way they set up. They'd be fairly. How would you put it? Without being disrespectful, I don't mean to be disrespectful. They've won pretty much everything that there is to win the UCFL two years ago. They won the four trophies that they were in. They won every competition they entered. So, um, um, so yes, uh, VC went down there. They were beating three one. Clamell, as we mentioned already, great result against Crumlin last week, 4-3 away in Crumlin. You've St. Michael's of Tip, beat Merview. You've Sheriff, who are just relentless. They're true as well. They beat Gorey 2-0. Uh, you've Glengad United from Donegal. They're going well in the Inishon Football League. They beat Leash side Cretillard. Uh, so Peak Villa versus Westport is the only one that's yet to be decided. So you've quarter-final draw on Tuesday. Um, in regards to kind of past winners, North End won it last year against Pike Rovers. Neither side are in it. You have Sheriff versus Evergreen in the um, final in 2017. Um, so you could get that again. So if um, you probably have to say be between St. Michael's, Sheriff, Evergreen, be the top three, um, they'd be looking to avoid each other. I would say, but um, I'd say looking to avoid that Donegal and Mayo fixture as well. Yeah, listen, you don't want to be a drawn away to Donegal. It's just, no. or do you? Well, what a session! If you oh, it would be nice. And it, what, what a session if you lose. <laughs> listen, it's unbelievable. Yeah, um, Jesus, be the nice fourth I went was done shocking. That was yesterday. Oh, so, um, <laughs> yeah, listen, a Donegal game uh, might be a bit of crack. Uh, you've regional. Sorry, you didn't mention that regional. Uh, from Limerick who won today good side um, they a Limerick be... in there no 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 uh, did, I don't not two? did I count two um, yes you did sorry there is a lot of Limerick two yeah I suppose two out of eight is a lot that's 25% sorry. Limerick there you go well, of all of Limerick 25, 25% two of the eight is 25% <laughs> oh sorry remaining teams 25% Limerick. of Limerick I mean Limerick's <laughs> no, not that small no it's not um, sorry <laughs> So you've sorry, yeah. So you've regional who won today against uh, Tremor at home. So yeah, draws on Tuesday. It's in the Aviva. Uh, bound to be interesting. Listen, if Michael's got Sheriff or Sheriff got Evergreen, you know, be a big, you know, a big toy for the quarter final. But listen, uh, if I was to put money on anyone, you'd kind of have to go with Sheriff. All they do is win. Do you know what I mean? Like they're just renowned for it. It's uh, it's kind of within their. DNA now at this stage they're a bit like Collinstown and clubs like this they're just once you get that bug it's kind of hard to stop winning um, so that's kind of that's pretty much everything on the FAI Junior we probably have to get out to that final uh, oh yeah Jesus absolutely and listen if sh- whatever the biggest toy is at home like who have we got from is it just Sheriff left from Dublin? Yes, it is. Uh, look, I'll probably go to Dublin, Ty. Right, so... I'm not going to a Mayo fixture to watch there in the cold. No, I don't need the expenses. We'll cover that. Port Manic is bad enough. <laughs> <like. laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you're getting no, no petrol money for that. No, um, no, So, yes, hopefully, listen, we're a Dublin-based podcast, so up to Sheriff, as we say. Um, but, yeah, so, um, draws on Tuesday. Listen, hopefully, Sheriff get a decent draw and get back to the final. They won the competition. Um, in uh, they won the competition in 2015-16 they beat Pike Rovers um, they won the competition in 2016-17 beat Evergreen fe- away from being very offensive really isn't it yeah oh okay 
it's not going to be long before you get us off the air. No, so well, look, you can't be kicked off the air if you host it yourself. Uh, okay. There's nobody here telling us what to do. We can say what you just can't say a certain word. Uh, ask Alex Jones that. Who's Alex Jones? Exactly. Is that your one, is it? Yeah, no, not your one. It's a bloke, but you don't know who he is. So there you go. Uh, look. <laughs> so, uh, listen, Sheriff have been in one, two, three, four, five finals in the last uh, seven years. So, you'd expect them to get there again, uh, and absolutely, hopefully, they get a favourable draw. So it's not far for them to travel either as well. It suits them to make to the final, really, doesn't it? Yeah, and just on a somber note, we don't have any AUL to cover this week. Uh, the reason being is that we were out with um, with the AUL yesterday to sh- look at the derby between Eastwall, Besra, and Sheriff. And unfortunately, had to be abandoned just due to an injury to an East Wall player. Um, it's Connor Piggott received a very bad injury. So listen, speedy recovery to Connery. Connor. Uh, if you check out um, Sheriff's Twitter, it's absolutely brilliant that the two lads—they're obviously great mates, all because they're very close to each other. It's in North Inner City Derby. Uh, so the lads are outside the Ainsley House, which I've frequented many a time before on my trips to Crow Park. Um, the Guinness is brilliant. Um, so the, the two teams are outside singing That's Nicolo, yeah, yeah, Tori, so, and giving it loads. Uh, obviously, great mates. So we'll tweet that out tomorrow or some stage but it's uh, after you've listened uh, if you see it check it out but yes uh, speedy recovery I'm sure you'll agree to uh, Connor Piggott of East Wall yeah fair play the lads making the most of it going out for a few beers afterwards sure yeah, listen if you're not doing that then you're doing it wrong <laughs> yeah, it's just an excuse to get out of the house really isn't it it's not the love of football it's love of not being at home Rick <laughs> 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 smiling there is like uh, oh don't yeah. tell them yeah 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 exactly <laughs> she's listening there's not a chance she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the FAI kind of things covered. Um, so where do we go next? Um, I guess we... So where do you want to go next, Eric? Let's jump over to the LSL top division. Okay. So you went out to Palmer Anarchy. You told me it was very cold. It so was freezing. So I let's couldn't even take notes at the end. I was kind of making up abbreviations because I only had like finite amount short of figures hands. I could type. I could listen. You're talking to a fellow who's failed his journalism uh, degree twice, so I know all about the short hands. Failed it twice. <laughs> well, not failed. Just this is gave where, up. This is where you've ended up. <laughs> yeah, in your front room recording yes, the podcast. It's a nice room. Though. <laughs> we kind of had to get away with it. We kind of shut the curtain. Yeah. We have we've got socks over the mics used as little filters because I didn't have a pop filter. This one's ordered. But like every time I look over at Mick, there's a little bit of the sock about to touch his nose, and it's just as long as they're clean. It's delightfully amateur. They were. They. I only wore them yesterday. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one day is fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. So to paint the picture, we have Crumlin uh, in the Leinster Senior League. So basically, they have been in contention uh, m- more than been in contention for the last uh, few seasons, just in regards to winning the league. Um, they haven't won it since. 2013-14 season came second last year to Bluebell and this season they're unbeaten so if we had a start of this podcast maybe four weeks ago maybe when we were supposed to just we didn't because I wasn't allowed um, we <laughs> it's my fault <laughs> um, basically we I probably would have said there and then listen that's game over we're going to walk this league but um, they're now five points clear of Calestar Tony Carney who are second on 32 points, coming on top on 37. And um, the fixtures are just out, uh, just before I came over. And Mokta's 
Um, so St. Moctis, listen, if you're on Twitter, you know Moctis, their uh, social media presence is absolutely unbelievable. And they do a brilliant job over there. So they won the league in 2016-17. They um, travel to Colester next week. And that'll be a massive game. And we hope to go out there and cover it. Um, hopefully get some interviews with the lads involved. And go from there. But um, setting up the picture. That's kind of the picture as it is at the moment. Crumlin unbeaten. Um, what happened today, Eric? Yeah, well, it was a very cold morning. It was 11 o'clock kickoff. I arrived about 10 minutes gone. And Port Marnock had just put one away. I didn't even see the goal. I just seen the celebration. Strolled up then. But um, it was pretty much all crumbling. Played really good football. Wanted the ball on the ground. Switched to play nicely. And I just couldn't get the attacks away. They were getting probably three quarters of the way up the pitch. And it was just going downhill. Port Marnock were trying to play the ball over the top a lot. And it was working. They were getting the ball in the back. Their number 10. He eventually got a goal later on. But... Oh, he he hit a few into space. Like if he had, a, if he was on his Where day, he could playing? have been. He was left wing. Left wing. Yeah, okay. If he was, if he was on his day, now he would have put a good few away. It could have been a different scoring altogether. Very interesting game, though. I do have a few notes here, so I'm just gonna swing through these as I'm going through it. Work away. It was a it was a long long day, but um, it's really nice out in Port Marnock. Their grounds is it's got a great view. Yeah, it's 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 super, especially a day like that. I know it's cold, but like as long as it's not raining, you're yeah. No, it looked it nice. looked really well. But um, it was a yellow card early on for Port Marnock. Free kick to Crumlin. Nothing came of it, really. Port Marnock were creating the dangerous chances. Their left winger as well, getting down, whipping the ball in the whole time. Just couldn't get in on the end of it. Um, there was a nice save there. It was a free header into the ground, just wide. Who's that this? A, sorry, that was a Crumlin chance. So, Crumlin were all, were all over them. This is 1-0 at the time, is it? It was 1-0. Port Marnock. Yeah. So Crumlin really all over them. Free header or? Yeah, it was a free header, so the six yards went wide. Um, they corner after corner. One of, the, one of the corners stripped right through the six yard box. Nobody on the end of it. It was just. Shaping up to be one of those days. Yeah, you were just waiting for them to get it away. And they weren't. So it ended 1 0 there, half time. Port Marnock stayed out on the pitch. Crumlin went into the dressing room. And they just came out with different... That's different, never a good sign, is it? Well, they came out with different animals. They what they were doing in that dressing room. Um, sorry to digress, but we played Dunboyne in there in the in the FAO Junior, what was it? October time. And they were... What was it? It was nil all at half time. Listen, we're lowly UCFL, but we put it up to them. Uh, Saturday 1C, I think they are. And uh, half time approaches and... Dragged straight into the dressing room, as you say, came out a completely different side in the second half. So, same thing happened today, yeah? Yeah, Audi came out within, I think, five minutes of half time. Throw in, nodded into the six yard box, slid home, 1 0, and they really deserved that goal. Now, I kind of focused more on Crumlin because they were top of the league, they were the team I wanted to watch. But I do have to say, Port Manor did play good football when they got the ball. It's just they were kind of forced to play that long ball. And they probably. Done better with the long ball in the first half because of the sun in the Crumlin defender's eyes. Right, okay, yeah. So Listen, when it came to the second half... Use it to your advantage. Yeah, the second half they weren't really getting many chances away at all. At all. Um, where am I going here? So so Port Manic in the second half weren't getting any chances away? No, it was, it was all Crumlin for the so first... So would you have camped inside or... 
Oh, they were kind of forced back. They couldn't yeah. really do much. When they were getting the ball out, they were just hoofing it and hoofing it, which is fair enough because this is crumbling. Did they play one up front? They're unbeaten. Oh, um, they... Low man up front when they were hoofing it up, was anyone up there to... Like, just one sticking it either way, just, was it? Just the one, but they weren't picking them out. There was, there was yeah, yeah, it's tough. Like, listen, for anyone who's done that lone roll up front, when you're, especially when you're playing against a team as good as Crumlin, you just want to just keep it. Yeah, you, you, could, you could tell the quality difference, and this is no offence to Port Marnock, but, which did play good football as well, but you could see the difference. Any time Port Marnock got the ball, it was hit it. Long, oh, yeah, listen. Get rid of it. Crumlin wanted that ball on the ground. Crumlin wanted to play football. Yeah, their goal kicks—they pulled two defenders back right to the end line, picking their side then yeah. to draw everyone up, make the space for themselves, play the ball on the ground. It was nice. just good to yeah. watch that they yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to play that kind of football. They're not a top of the league for no reason, really. They score forty-five goals this year. Like, you can see why. Do you know what I mean? Like you're talking about Port Marnock, no disrespect or anything like that, but like when the league leaders are coming to your ground and. They haven't lost all year. They've scored 45 goals. They've won 11 games out of 14. Do you know what I mean? You're, there's a way to approach it. And we'd all do the same, I think. It's all well and good sticking to your principles. But if you want to get a result, like Port Marnock are not out of it. Um, down the bottom, you've themselves, Newbridge. If you've, you've Port Marnock in 11th, Newbridge in 12th, Swords in 13th. And then Fruhouse, Clover, Sacred Heart, Killinard and Parish Football Club whatever they're called <laughs> since the merger they're bottom they're gone they're four points so you have the next three then all on you have Newbridge and Swords on 12 so you have Port Marnock on 16 so they they need to fight for everything they want to stay away from that like you don't want to be going down because it could spiral then but um, don't kind of begrudge them in setting up that way at all like if we go watch them against Newbridge they might play the way Crumlin played and Pull the two fullbacks. Now we're going to get a tweet now in about twenty minutes when you put this out and go. That's that's how they play every week. But if that's how they're getting, you know, um, the points on the board, especially at this time of season, pitches are disgraceful. Now maybe not at that level, but um, you know you need to be just dealing with this with the kind of the wind circumstances, everything like that. So no begrudging in kind of setting up a certain way, especially against Crumlin. So one 0 at this stage. 10 yeah, minutes so into the second half, crumbling around top. Port yeah. Manor can't really get out. They pull him back through that, through the header, nodded into the six yard box, one all, as I mentioned there a few minutes ago. And then you have crumbling just coming and coming and coming. They just cannot get the shots right. away. The shots being peppered left and right. Do what? <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Did I clap? No. <laughs> <laughs> you just, hopefully somebody gets it. Go on. So, Crumlin are coming and coming and coming. Yes, yeah, so they're, they're, they're pressing, they're getting their shots away. They just cannot get it in the back of the net. Right. The keeper's making some good saves, and Port Marnock are under pressure. It's balls to the wall, really, for them now at this stage. But, um, they get a corner, Port Marnock. Yep. Into the box, not a great corner at all. No, sorry, this isn't a corner whatsoever. It was from a free kick. I don't know what I'm talking about. So, um, at least you're fact checking yourself. That's the main thing. <laughs> no, I'm doubting it. Whether it's a so a cross came in. No, it was a corner. There it you go. Corner, just don't doubt yourself. Which I thought it. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's obviously really cold. It was freezing. <laughs> I cannot say this enough. How cold it is out in Port Marnock. It's like a different climate. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> not going that road. Going around with gloves on. Anybody who knows me knows my opinions on Dublin and the vicinity uh, surrounding <laughs> areas. But go on. Right. So an outswing corner. Yes. Poorly cleared by their number five. Who was quality on the ground. Crumlin's number five. He was quality on the ground. 
he just looked a little bit sloppy. And this header kind of cost Sun's him. Sun's in his eyes as well, you're saying that? No, no sun in his eyes this I'm time. I'm trying to around. defend him. No, not having it. <laughs> Great player. I mean, <laughs> very good player. But he was just lacking that little bit today. I think it was a little bit sloppy in the air. Okay. On the ground, fantastic. But he cleared this ball straight into a port, straight from the six-yard box to the edge of the box. Okay. Headed back to the Port Marnock number 10. First touch volley. Keeper had no chance. Love it. It wasn't... No, I'm not saying it's a peach, but the keeper had no chance. It was right. just a lovely little tap. Into Loads the of time corner. for that. Yeah. Um, Controlled finish, you might yeah, say. Yeah, it was, it was completely against the run of play. So that was 2-1 two two one one Port Marnock, yeah. What was left then? What there time were we talking about? About 25-30 left, I'd say. Okay, you're kind of talking... Martin O'Neill era territory there where you're saying jeez we scored too early there do you know what I mean we're taking the lead too early they probably that, what done was, with not scoring that early <laughs> what was it the Denmark game we went one the home leg we lost 5-1 Shane Duffy is it Shane Duffy puts us 1-0 up after 3 minutes you're going that's way too early was it's the consolation goal before the other goals <laughs> yeah exactly get it out of the way early I suppose um, so 2-1 oh, you can only imagine then it was just an onslaught from then was it from Crumlin Crumlin, yeah, they, they pushed. Now, do you know what I was really impressed with? I do have to make this point. The Crumlin goalkeeper was nothing but positive. Yeah. The whole game. Deadly. It was just, anytime anybody gave out to a player, the keeper turned around, get off his case, get off his case. Oh, have it's fine. Loads it's of fine. Time for that. That was, it was just great to watch because I was kind of positioned near the minor keeper in the first half mm. and it was all Crumlin attack. So in the second half, I was going to go up the other side. But I hadn't moved until about five minutes into the second half. And just as I was debating moving, I can hear him talking and talking. Yeah, I was like, I'm yeah. going to hang on here and just see if this lad stays as positive as he is. Now, he went a bit quieter when they went 2-1 down. But I never heard him once being negative That's or having anything bad to say, which is really, really good to see. I'm doing loads of segues here, right? But uh, anyone who's listening to this, massive shout-out to a former coach of mine for about five years when I was with Terranure Rangers in uh, the UCFL um, he was the t- Premier t- they were in the Premier Division I was playing on the second team we all trained together it was one club atmosphere and the coach there James Claffey was massive in instilling that he is now a sports psychologist he's doing unbelievably well for himself he's working with the FAI or the PFAI I should uh, correct myself there and he did work with Cole Ramblers last year last season um, he is on so it's a podcast for you to listen to he's on Dan Abraham's uh, The Sports Psych Show and if you're a player at any level or a coach at any level just listen to it it's absolutely phenomenal he makes it's like sports psychology you think of that you go oh shrink blah 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 he puts all those things to one side like that's not the way to view things and he makes something a little bit complicated or very complicated way over my head but he makes it sound so simple and the analogies that he uses are absolutely superb. Plain English, really good. So highly recommend that. Sports psychology talks about positivity and as you said today, it makes a massive difference. If you're, if you're, especially Crumlin, they're in that position. They're not used to being behind. They're going for the league title. They haven't won it since 2013 14. You know, you need that positivity. Like if you have lads jumping on each other's back, it's... It's it just creates this negativity within the team, and you're just gonna. It, it's it's such a simple thing, which some teams. You see so many angry teams. Holy God, the amount of angry teams out there is just ridiculous. Like you go out on a Saturday to play football, and you've lads screaming at each other, and we're like, we're on the same team, boys. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Can we both just teams today now. Where so, so there's no there's no. 
it's no giving great out, to hear that and it's no surprise that you know they done so well last year listen I don't know if he was there last year I'd imagine he was and they're doing so well this year that hopefully that's the kind of ethos within the club I'd imagine it is um, so you're 15, we're 15 minutes left in the Crumlin game and yeah so just after the goal I was actually um, was trying to type down into my phone what happened my mm. fingers were so cold it was taking me a while so I'm looking at the phone a challenge happened and it was a second yellow card for Port Marnock down to 10 Okay. so I think at this point Crumlin seeing the chance and they went for it it was a couple minutes later they got themselves a penalty a true on goal Keeper took him out, kind of ish. I don't know if it was exactly a penalty, and if it was, Crumlin, don't get on my back. <laughs> Last team I want to annoy. <laughs> so um, we're going to avoid. You're talking got... to an ex-referee here, so we're going to be very pro referees here as well in this podcast. Just right, to let so you know, they got they got the decision right. <laughs> of course they did. Yeah, so they got the penalty anyway, put away tidily, and then Crumlin wanted more. They kept going for it. They weren't happy with the draw. They wanted to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. So, what was apologies? What was left when Crumlin scored? There was, that was five minutes or so oh, left. left so. They still wanted that. They Got still the wanted to go for it. Port Marnock done their best to slow the play up. Understandably, ten men against the game league management. leaders. Game management. They take the game point. Management. So, the ball ended Stop in the. Clapping. That's I clapped again. Did yeah. I? Was that you? No, I clapped. I think you're right. <laughs> so the ball ended then in the corner. Had the corner flag. Well held up. What can you do? And that was it. Game over. Two all. Which was. Yeah, a so good result for Port Marnock. Absolutely. Listen, you, you, if you're in a regular, re, whoa, <laughs> a relegation battle, you kind of look at your fixtures and go, right, coming home, right, we'll, we t- we'll just we'll do our best. But listen, probably not going to happen for us today. The other teams are looking at you, going, these boys are after getting a point at home against Cullen. We had them nailed down for losing that, so it's a bit deflating for them. It adds a bit then now for Calista Donny Carney, Dave. They have a chance now to catch uh, Crumlin. Um, seven points in the difference. As I mentioned, you know, they missed out last year, Crumlin. Don't want to miss out again. You know, it's, it's you know, as I mentioned, five seasons now since they last won it. Um, Gray set up down there, so, that, you know, they do deserve it. Um, we did just get a question on Twitter. We were oh, talking about earlier, God. we got no questions, so... Did you did you read that when I showed the phone over to you? Absolutely not. I was in no, the right. Of so, a so I'm going to give ramble. you the question then. So completely off the cuff, which is kind of what we're aiming for here. Mick will have an opinion on this. I, I will more have a, a less knowledgeable opinion, probably completely irrelevant opinion. But you will go for it. It's after getting a like and a retweet. If that was you, you did read it. No, right. So, the question, Mick, and this is from Niall McNamara. Holy jays, me nerves. <laughs> What's your opinion on the, on the proposed merging, merging of the Dublin leagues in the past, e.g. teams jumping from AUL to LSL in recent years and the former ending up restru- struggling to restructure, etc.? Um, see, it's a hard one because, <laughs> Jesus, you can have a podcast on this alone. So, um, Wait, like, talk, talk me through what exactly okay, he means here. So, so, I think he's talking about the AUL teams tend to get to a certain point and they feel they can't progress anymore so they will request to leave um, the AOL to go to the Leinster Senior League um, and the merging of the Dublin Leagues so they've talked about the LSL and the AOL sorry they've talked about the AOL and the UCFL and the Leinster Football League which we will touch on in about six weeks because there's just so much football um, so Talking about UCFL, AUL, and 
LFL merging together, okay? And then trying to get the LSL to merge together. It's all as one Dublin league, okay? Now, like already, how many teams are you going to have? How many divisions are you going to have? Um, the Leinster Senior League is so strong. Do you know what I mean? You're talking like the top divisions is just like you saw today. The football that they play is very good. Then in the AUL's top division, you've Sheriff winning seven and eight some weeks. Do you know what I mean? That's in the top division. So there is an argument there for people to come across for maybe the AUL just to merge with the LSL. And you've a, you've a real top division. Like you've Collinstown left the Leinster Senior League a couple of years, or excuse me, Collinstown left the AUL uh, a couple of years ago. But the Leinster Senior League are very strict. Like if you leave the AUL top league, you're not going straight into the Leinster Senior League. The top league so you'll have to work your way up now Collins down are doing that at the moment and they're brilliant they're a very good team to watch great facilities as well you know um i used to work with the goalkeeper there deco woods like it's a really good standard of football that they play um it gets to a point where you're competing against sheriff and it's just what's the point you know what i mean so should you merge the dublin leagues like there's loads of pros there's loads of cons i feel I feel it should be the Leinster Senior League and then all the other leagues should merge. It's I just think it's a better thing to do. Like, the UCFL, which we play in, like, people take the piss out of that. But the Premier is a good standard. Like, the Premier is a good standard. Like, I've Leinster Senior League lads rolling their eyes now. I can hear, I can hear it. Um, but it is a good standard. Having played in it, having refed in it, having done linesman in it, it's a very good standard. The VC are proof of that they've gotten seventh round in the FAI junior you had uh, a team I was involved with Terranure Rangers beating St Kevin's uh, four years ago in the FAI junior they took Kilbarrick um, to extra time and lost 4-2 in the end so the standard is good in that you have the AUL if you merge merge those three team, three leagues together um, I think you'll have a very strong league you'll have two strong leagues at the LSL like football will only improve then in in the country or in the city um, your man caught me a bit off the top of that that's a good question yeah, uh, yeah I want to just throw it at you and see what happens I want to wait till next week because we it's a little, good look, question it's a really good question we didn't get any would, questions uh, at all so we had to kind of no answer. it is a good question I'd love to kind of revisit that as well do a bit of reading on the proposal because there's loads like there's so much politics we all know there's a ridiculous amount of politics especially in the leagues uh, people don't want to lose something they've worked in for the whole lives and um, there's egos everywhere, you know what I mean. I, you know we've seen it firsthand. But um, my opinion, short answer, LSL on its own, keep that as the as the standard bearer. Have UCFL, AUL, Leinster Football League merged together, have one thing, and move to summer football. I think the but LSL are really going to like that answer, and the AUL are probably never going to speak to us ever again. Look. In fairness, actually, I drove by the AUL complex today. Gorgeous, isn't it? It was the first time I ever drove. I didn't know it was there. Oh my god! I've never been out there. You've um, never played in it. No, I've never played in it. <laughs> played a I think I've few played, finals out there. I've probably played ninety minutes of the last two years. Like not even joking. <laughs> I'm banging on. them in the start of the season. I was. I scored seven goals, but I, I never played more than ten minutes a game. Like <laughs> that's a fact. Who would you be in it? What, you're, you're not a soldier because you're coming on and you're probably scoring the consolation. What's What's the fattest player you can think of that still bangs in a goal? Who Who has moves? I could score I'm going to go Dean Windass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, Tell I'm terrible. Dean Windass. Yeah, well, look, 
Anyway, I was dri- I drove up the road today and I just like it looked lovely, but I couldn't get over the amount of nappies on that road. <laughs> it was just absolute filth on the side this of the road. This is taking a turn. Uh, you could actually <laughs> it needs a clean up. Um, yeah. I was driving past yeah. it. I was wondering if Port Marnock are so close to the AUL complex, why don't they go AUL? And then I'm kind of looking like, wow, you'd have to drive past this every day. It's oh Jesus, it's grim. Um, but they have that facility themselves. Yeah, We're always nice. giving out in our league that we don't have a hub of pitches. It's, it's like, how good would that be to go? Oh, your matches off. Just you're gonna play in the in the UCFL complex. Be nice to have, wouldn't it? But it would be nice. Or even the FAI grounds. They've plenty of pitches up there. But do they want to help us? No, not, probably not. <laughs> if you want to go down that road, listen, <laughs> I've, 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 I can go down that road. And we can't leave, no, we, we probably should this uh, week. If you want we've me already to had s- a go at the AUL. No, if you so- want me to slaughter out the FAI, clear out your schedules because I have plenty to say. <laughs> we, might, we might do a full week on that sometime. Uh, we probably shouldn't slaughter the FAI. Um, your man in charge is, is hard of money, so you know, it's only on 400k or something. How is he meant to live? Listen. What's next? <laughs> okay. Right, so we're gonna we're gonna jump from the LSL top division, right down down the ladder as Mick just said there to the UCFL. You right. did. It's what you said. Right, I nearly clapped there. So here is my bread and butter. Right, so the UCFL. So uh, the UCFL has a new um, Facebook page, United Churches Football League. Forgot, nearly forgot what UCFL stood for, and go follow us on Twitter as well. So United Churches Football League or at UCL UC wait U Clubhouse. So start that again. United Churches Football League or at U Clubhouse on the Twitter machine or UCL Clubhouse. That works too. Or no? what, what Eric said. Um, right. So UCFL Premier Division. So we have VEC. They won it two years ago, okay? Not only did they win that two years ago, they won the Challenge Cup, which is the flagship competition, so you'd say, like, the FA Cup of the UCFL. They won the Richard Knight Cup, which would be their League Cup as well, and then they won the Shield, which is kind of like a end-of-season tournament that you have um, that is kind of mainly for teams that don't have that to play for, but VC were like, uh, they just won it. So they won all four competitions. Now last year they had a bit of a blip and Harding uh, FC who play out of Rings End won the league last year. Um, Harding are now bottom uh, of that league um, on seven points. They've only won one game all season in the Premier. So they've lost a lot of players. They actually lost a goalkeeper to League of Ireland. I cannot remember who. Uh, it escapes me now, but they, that is a fact. Um, okay, so... UCFL Premier, right, so on the 12th of January, Kulak Village, right, they're played eight after beating last year's champions, Harding, 5-2, and they went to go on 21 points, okay, still with me? Good. The main challengers, VEC, were at that stage, they played six league games, now that's due to external competitions, Junior Cup, travelling abroad, abroad? See, this is what I mean. once you go outside Dublin, it's abroad to me, so <laughs> they're on 13 points, so an eight-point gap. 12th of January, right? So, the following week, the 19th of the 1st, it's VC versus Kulak in the VC grounds in Terenure. That's in the Challenge Cup, okay? So, I think it's round it's round one. So, the first round, the two best teams in the division are playing each other. VC won 1-0. Um, 
typical solid VC fashion. I got a text off one of the lads that uh, plays for Castle, and he just texts me, goes, Jesus, VC are just annoyingly solid. They're just one of those teams that are just four, five, one, three, five, two, dead solid. They've um, Edo Highland up front, who is surpassed 200 goals for, for VC. Like, VC's website is incredible, by the way. Get on to the, uh, has all their stats. For every for everyone, VC's website, VC's is good. website, it's absolutely incredible. That's really great good. because I have a serious issue with the UCFL website itself. It's horrendous, but what you want to mention the LSL website is absolutely fantastic. I was yes. on the other day, and when you click into a team, it gives you the results for the season. Yeah, it's Even very good. Color coded. I tell you what, listen, it does made the research a lot my, easier. Not that I've done much of it, but yeah, it was listen, easy when I went to the door. Don't be putting yourself down. So, um, yeah, so the. So Kulak are eight points clear. They just beat him. So VC beat them one 0 in VC, right? So Kulak play on Parnell's GA pitch on the Astro, out in over in Kulak, obviously. So there's a lot of talk saying, well, they win all their home games. Obviously, the pitch is massive. I've played them a few times. Like it's ridiculously long. VC's pitch? No, this is Kulak's pitch. Lost. They play out with Astro, and it's huge. So a lot of people saying, well, they're going to win all their home games. Nobody can compete in that pitch. Following Friday. Who's playing against? Who's the fixtures? It's Kulak versus VC. So um, VC's Instagram very good. Kept us up to date. Ninety tour minute winner VC win one nil. So two weeks in a row VC VEC beat Kulak. Two one nil wins. Very solid, especially in the league losing the ninety tour minute winner. Kulak then the following week. So we're now into February. Kulak lost their next game versus AGP. So that's Arthur Griffith Park out there. In Lucan, that's on grass as well. So they've been beaten by VC on the grass, and then they've lost a home on the Astro to VC, and then they go out and lose four. Um, sorry, where am I? Four one. That's last week. They lost four one to AGP out in Lucan on the grass. So everyone's going, Jesus. Everyone's right. They could, you know, they can't play on grass. So yesterday, now they bounce back. They're at home to Beach Park. They won four nil. So again. All the world, VC still haven't played a league game since they beat Kulak. Okay, now quietly in the background, Liberties. That's my hometown, up the Libos. Um, they have won their last five league games to go level with Kulak. So at the moment, as it stands, you have Kulak Village uh, played 11, 24 points. You have Liberties played 11, 24 points. And you have VEC uh, on 16 points played Eight. So three games in hand. Sixteen plus nine, twenty-five. Yep, I only the calculator. I'll yes, thank God for that. Right, yeah. So it's exciting, no? It is. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a tight table. Okay, so Liberties still have to go to Kulak, play them on the Astro. Okay, VC still have to go to Liberties. Now Liberties play on the Astro as well. Liberties play in Brickfield Park on the Astro. Lovely facility. We did the referees training last year when I was doing refereeing. That's where we did our training. It's incredible facilities to be fair uh, really nice Astro and Kulak still have to go to VEC as well so in Kevin Geegan's style I would I'd say Kulak will love it love it if we beat them I would love it um, so it's very exciting I think uh, again the standard of football is very good so this coming week we have the fixtures I have them here I have them here I have them here um, so which, the is, UCF- which is usually two days early for the UCFL they're out really on early. Sunday um, so next week in the Premier Division, it's a massive day, huge day, and I don't have a match on the Saturday. We're playing on the Friday, so I might go cover both games 
if time allows it. Now I'm married with a child. So realistically, time is a weird way to pronounce wife. <laughs> I was just about to say I have a wife and a child. <laughs> so realistically, I'm going nowhere. Uh, but I will try my best. I'll tell her. Listen, I'm big time podcast man now. Um, so Premier Division next week: Harding versus Kulak Village. So last year's champions against this year's league leaders. 11 a.m. Ringsend Park on pitch number two there. Just beside, in, not in the stadium, but beside the Astro there. And then at half 12, straight away, VC are a home to Beach Park. Beach Park are kind of down near the bottom. Um, they've won two games out of 11 this year. They're only on nine points, but they're good football inside. But you'd expect VC to kind of do their job. But um, it's a big test for Kulak to go to Ringsend on a not a great pitch. We have this conversation a lot in the UCFL where a Premier team should be should have like we, they don't really have facilities, dressing rooms, or anything like that. Harding, so you're, you're now you've the option of using Irish Town Stadium to get changed in there, but most people just get changed under the trees and you're at the pitch. You know that kind of way. So Kulak have to go there. They have to get a result. I fancy them to get a result. But listen, you've 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 a few people saying they're only doing well because they're on the Astro and they have the advantage of such a big pitch. So it's it's a big day next Saturday. Uh, it's exciting. The UCFL is whopper. <laughs> Makes a big UCFL man. Now, in fairness, um, I'm just bitter that it doesn't get the attention. Or what am I? I'm bitter that people think it's cra- people think the standard is bad, but it's not. It just has a bad rep. Brian Kerr, even it was two years, it was the last season. Saying, uh, slagging, you see that in the UCFL, <clears throat> slagging carries. You wouldn't see that in the UCFL. It's you would, pal. Good <laughs> <laughs> down to time. now. He goes to Time Park a lot and watches Sanford St Mary's. Who does Brinker? He mustn't have anything else there, does he? He loves football. Well, <clears throat> why is Listen, he going there? So it's better than going to Inchicore. Well, Sorry, well, I don't think we're making any any friends. I mean, Listen, I'm from Dublin Eight. You know, what I mean? I'm f- Pat's my local team, but. I support Shelbourne, so I'm just lagging because we won the league in Inchicore. That other, was a long time ago. The other questions we got, um, <clears throat> we obviously had the, when we asked for questions, we were just told not to talk about the Tala teams in the UCFL, and that is, um, will we talk about it? Will we, will we mention why that tweet came about? Well, why we assume that tweet came about? No, we won't. No, it's not important. Is what it? happened? I wasn't listening there at all. So, sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Sorry. Just reading the tweet. I'm just, I'm just gonna. Be so uh, Fergus Brady wrote. Um, oh yeah. Anything other than the Tala teams in the UCFL to take over every forum. Now, let's not go into it because it's not fair. But that's good advertisement for the forum. So if you go onto the UCL Clubhouse, uh, uclclubhouse.com uh, and register for the forum, you'll see everything that Fergus is talking about. So we won't talk about it because. It's not fair, and there's people not here to defend themselves around. Uh, it's no, no drama. No, there's no, there's no issue. I've got no issue with. I think a lot of talent clubs play very good football, and I don't have any issue with any club. I, I just, I haven't got out to see Italian United game, and you know, I really am looking forward to it because they, they haven't lost a game that I know of in the league. No, they haven't lost a game. So in any competition, in any competition, uh, I wasn't any, sure if that was a fact. I was going to say that, but I didn't sorry, know. in any UCFL competition, so they're unbeaten in every UCFL competition. And that, so they're, they're that in, is seriously impressive. It's for a very team good. That's just started up and in Division Three, so they're in three quarterfinals, I believe, and they play VC in the MMI Cup next. VC seconds, sorry, who are in Division Two uh, and challenging, challenging for the Division Two 
title as well. So VC Seconds are probably a Division 1 team. Uh, and they host Tala next week. And it'll be a great game. So if you're in the area of VC, you have two games there. You have a one in the Premier Division and you have a massive cup game. So, um, listen, you're a Tala man. So I'm sure you wish Tala United the best of luck. Yeah, no, I do. I wish Tala United the best of luck. And I might go out and watch that game because I am looking forward to seeing them play. I did see them play briefly. It was on Brady's Field. They were, they were playing a friendly against Tymon. I don't know where Brady's Field is. It's it's just around the corner there. We've been living in Tallaght for three years and having a clue where I, any of these names uh, are. Uh, I know uh, where Hearns is. Yeah, you know where Hearns is. <laughs> if you go past the mill, oh, the pitch there, the mill, yeah, 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 past the Hearns, it's that pitch on the left. And they're playing there, but I was I was coming back from when the lads was had a leave and do in town and we stayed in town and I was coming back and I was in no fit, no fit state to watch a match. So I said hello to one of the lads on the sideline and I went home to bed. So I, I am due to see a Italian United game. Yes. Especially because they're unbeaten. <clears throat> yeah, they're making waves and, and they'll be in Division 2 next season. So, And sorry about that, Fergus Brady, because you went straight against what you By asked the way, us to do. It's a really exciting race as well, uh, Division 3. If Castle Celtic are on the same amount of points as Tala and maybe not getting as maybe not getting the same recognition as Tala have been, uh, Tala United have been. By the way, why didn't Sacred Heart snap up that Tala United name? Like, Look... It's Why didn't anybody snob that name? That wasn't going around for too long without being taken. Yeah. We had Tala Town. What else do we have? Tala FC. Is it Tala FC? You have Tala City. Tala City. That's what I'm thinking. Tala, Tala City. City, Tala Town. And there was no Tally United. That's... Look, it's a great name, yeah, so lads. You, you started a club. You, you should know yeah, where. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm, that's my biggest regret now. I'm saying that now. We, we were going to actually move up to knock line with our club, so it wouldn't have sued. Oh, right, okay. Was that the plan, was it? No, no, that's just my that's my cover now. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> the other thing we were asked to talk Sweet about was um, Albury against Castle Celtic next Friday. Um, uh, this is a big one for me uh, because most my two of my best friends play for Castle Celtic. Seven of them played with me at Terenure and were managed by me at Terenure as well for a brief stint. Um, I'm injured at the moment, so I'm raging. I won't get to play against them. But um, yeah, Castle are a Premier side. Who uh, who put that up? That was I think was it was, it from it was actually Castle Celtic. Oh, was yeah, Castle Strange. Celtic one. Maybe it's one of my mates saying talk about it. Just so it's anyway. Um, yeah, it's not. It's it's not. It's it's a big enough game. Listen, we've we have a chance of causing an upset. Fingers crossed. Uh, it's in Larkview, Wheelan Park, Kimmage there. Seven forty-five kickoff on Friday. Um, but um, yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one for me. I didn't even want to talk about it because. Uh, but Aubrey have a big chance. Um, I would say saying that two to one. I'd say. Well, I I don't know. Aubrey haven't won a game in twenty nineteen. So that's a lie. We got a walk over two weeks ago, Pat. Th- that doesn't count. I'm not <laughs> having it. It doesn't count. We haven't won a game in twenty nineteen. And <clears throat> listen, <laughs> look, it's a fact. We're on the fact. airwaves. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what listen. can we do? I may as well be honest. Like I was one of the lads who started Albury so I can, I'm can. i kind of trying to be objective here but probably going to slate Albury more than with any other club but we're only a little club so it's not going to matter we're going to focus on the other stuff I'm going to sweep all that under the carpet now and forget about it but yeah. so I'll be at the game anyway and we'll talk about it next week UCFL um, that's the UCFL done so um, see this. I'll try not to talk about it too much next week because I get a bit carried away talking about nearly all the divisions there so um, next I guess what's so next Friday, it's it's tough one for you because you've also got the League of Ireland starting back. Yeah, I mean, if you don't want to see a UCFL Premier team play a Division Two team, <laughs> you do have um, five fixtures in the League of Ireland. Uh, so how many of the Dublin teams are home? Because I haven't looked at the fixtures. 
Two. 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 We've got Pats at home to Cork and Bowes home to Harps. Pats at home to Cork is a huge game. Yeah, it's a really good game to start really the Really good off. game. So Pats have come together really nicely. I'd still fancy uh, Cork, I'm sorry. I know you're. Really? I know that's your team there, but... They're not my team at all. Uh, just say you were a Pats fan there. No, no, no. no they're they're probably my local team, but my team is Shelbourne. Uh, I've known Shell since I'm 98. The first game I went to was a Finn Harps game and I was evacuated for a bomb scare. So, Where uh, are they? I can't... Finn Harps, they're... No, the shells. Can't stand on the League of Ireland list there. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the fourth division. We'll be back. Um, so, listen. Pats have Harry Kenny, new manager. They've got Chris Forrester back. Um, they've, like... He was at Aberdeen for a while. He got uh, homesick, came back. They've Mikey Drennan, uh, Reese McCabe, uh, Gary Shaw and Brendan Melia were both at Shamrock Rovers last year. They've Webster, uh, Keen Coleman, and but they've lost um, Conan Bourne to Shells. So I actually fancy Pats to win that. Do you? Um, yes. I go for Cork it. have not signed anyone as a kind of attacking threat. They signed Kevin O'Connor back, I think it's Kevin O'Connor, back uh, from the UK now they played last night and got beaten by Dundalk uh, 2-1 in the President's Cup apparently called the Dan, Mac- Dan McDonald's piece in the Independence today um, Dundalk kind of fairly deserved winners like Dundalk have Patrick Hoobin who's scored 20 plus goals last year nobody in the league has that uh, Cork don't have it and I actually don't think I think Cork might finish third I think Pats might finish above them I actually genuinely think Pats have Pats have a squad there to make a title run. Um, so there's my luck of the week next week. There you go. Get on to Paddy Power and put, the a, Cork. put four euro on Pats. Go <laughs> all out. Well, that's all I can afford. The other ties we have outside Dublin is Waterford host Shamrock Rovers, Derry host UCD, and Dundalk are at home to Sligo. So it's a big season for Rovers. Big season for Rovers. Yeah. Like Dave Bradley's there. What this would be his? Um, how long is Bradley there now? Jesus, is it his fourth year or his third year? And he hasn't really, they haven't really done that. They haven't done anything. Like, it's just been Cork and Dundalk, Dundalk, Cork, Cork and Dundalk. Um, like, if Stephen Kenny was still there, there'd be no talk about the title race. It'd be done. The only reason that there's a talk about the title race is that Vinnie Perth is now the manager of Dundalk and Stephen Kenny is not. That's the facts. Still odds on to win it, though. Who are? So we've Dundalk at four to five. Rovers three to one and Cork are five to one. There you're outright like, at the moment before it kicks. That's money for jam, I think, for Dundalk. Like it's genuinely. Like it, it obviously it's like you've a core group there that won the league before. Do you know what I mean? Um I fully expect them to win it. Not at a canter, they but um I think the more interesting thing will be who'll get the European places. Um but a big year for Rovers. Um so yeah Bradley's there a while they haven't done anything they haven't made a, any dent in the league they haven't made a dent in any cups they have this reputation of being a cup side and they haven't won the cup in so long do you know what I mean like th- this is a huge um, November 2016 that's when Bradley took over there you go so three years now we're coming up to three years in 2019 so like this is a big season the pressure's on very early very early Um if it doesn't start well, they're away to Waterford. Is that right? They are away to Waterford. That's that a tough correct. game. Yeah. Waterford have a good squad as well. So, um, yeah, I um, they Jack Bourne. 
Jack Bourne has, co- has come from Man City, right? He or he not come from Man City, but he started at Man City and he was tipped to be an absolute star. Um, so he'll be worth going as well. They've got Aaron McIniff, he's very good. Um, Trevor Clark, he was excellent till he got a knee injury there last year, and um, he was the most exciting person to watch in the league up until he got injured. So I fancy him. I fancy Bradley. I'd like Bradley as a coach. Um, I think he's very good. He's very positive. I've been to Rovers a good bit now, being my local side. I've probably been to see them more than Shells in the past eighteen months, uh, shamedly. Um, I like him as a coach. I think they might finish top three. I think your top three will be Dundalk, Rovers, Pats. That's my top three prediction. Okay. It's on the internet, so I cannot change it. But I can be wrong. It's okay to be wrong on the internet. And speaking of um, speaking of Rovers, there they signed a player to Man City. 16-year-old lad from Fairhouse, Gavin Bazunu, I think is how you pronounce that name. But yeah, um, he's him. a goalkeeper there, a young lad. <laughs> he went to Fairhouse School and he was playing with them there last year. He made his he debut was. for City this weekend and they lost to Liverpool, I think. Go on, the Reds. But I think they sold him for... I have 500k there, but it could also be 50k. I might have just got extra... No, I think it's six next. figures. I think it's six figures. I think so. I think so. So 500k. Uh, loads, loads of different numbers going around, but it's definitely six 500K figures. 500k for a 16-year-old. Adam Johnson wouldn't even pay that. So, uh, <laughs> oh my God. So, another, um, Jesus Christ. Fairhouse Clover. Um, Sorry, did I catch you off guard there? Call me Sorry, off I'll, guard. I'll, I'll stick to my other point about Rovers. Sorry, yeah. You A good were, thing Rovers was... done was, um, they're after, <laughs> sorry, I'm after throwing me completely there. I've lost them. Sorry about that. You do know, you know who Adam Johnson is, yeah? Yes. Okay, no, that's fine. We move on. Um, they sorted out home tickets for... 30 people living in direct provision. Excellent. From Clondalk and goes at every match this season in Rover Stadium, which is a lovely thing to do because surely not nice living in More people should be doing this. More clubs should do that. Now, more clubs might have been doing it, but I'm not aware. So Yeah, that's true. If you yeah. do nice things, let us know and we'll promote it. It's not that we're just picking Rovers because they're up the road. We're picking Rovers because that's what popped up in my Twitter feed. And that's pretty much why that came about. Uh, just another thing there. Uh, you're talking about um, Man City, so I'm a local lad. Uh, Nika Aravadze I hope I'm pronouncing that right Nika um, he signed for <laughs> Wexford in the first division the much maligned first division but where all the action is going to happen this year uh, from Fairhouse Clover um, he's 24 he's played under 19s for UCD a midfielder so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on at that level Wexford are a good side um, nice little setup out there actually if you can get to a Wexford FC game I would highly recommend it Mick Wallace has a lovely setup although I don't agree with all his poli- politics Mick Wallace has a lovely setup there you can watch the game from the bar you don't even have to go out in the freezing cold Ferry Carrick Park it's probably the coldest place I've been to watch football there and Bray that you've not been to Port Marnock today <laughs> honestly honestly my nipples were harder than higher mats it was ridiculous and higher mats is very hard <laughs> yeah well these things like I could have cut glass Get back into the car and I had to watch the window in case it shattered like it was it was that bad. <laughs> so we've gone your nipples, Adam Johnson, um, League of Ireland, LSL. The, the one letter off being very offensive for that. Yeah. Name football um, team. Pretty much covered a lot there now. I'd yeah, say. no, we're getting through it. So <laughs> have we have we anything else to mention on the on the uh, the League of Ireland? Um, no. Listen, fourth division. I'll I'll say Shelburne have had a fairly poor preseason. Like the squad, I think we're eight to fifteen to win the league. Uh, squad is very good. We've Kieran Kilduff, Talaman, Talaman. I don't know. I think he's from Tala. Uh, play for Rovers. 
played was brought in uh, the states playing recently, or it could be Canada. Um, it was one. Of, it was definitely see. Once I go outside Dublin, lads, it's just it's all the one. Um, so he was abroad. He came back. He's really good. Play with Dundalk. Legal. He has a Premier Medal. Um, he's with Shells now at the moment. You'd expect them to do well, but it's Shelbourne, lads. So we all know what happens there. We'll usually blow it on the last day. But I'd imagine they should win that. But they've had a poor pre-season. But uh, looking forward to going down there and seeing the new team under Ian Morris. 31 years of age, Ian Morris is the head coach there. Fair play, though. Yeah, he was at Bowes last year, retired and took over Shell straight away. So, uh be interesting to see how it goes. Um, yeah, so... Really else is there from an Irish point of view? From an Irish point of view, not, not really. really. No, I think, um, I think we've pretty much covered it extensively for this week. We're, we're an hour in. Believe it or not, we've been, we've been talking for an hour. Um, we were struggling. Fair play to you if you got this far. Yeah, we, <laughs> if you were this far, <laughs> you've probably followed Text, us. Uh, e, please tweet us if you've made it this far because we will send you well wishes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for staying with us for this long. A full hour. Fair, unless the traffic is absolutely horrendous on the M50 in the morning and you're listening to us first thing, you have some dedication to terrible football. And my. My um, review of that game earlier was choppy at best. <laughs> Listen, I didn't want to say, but uh, for your first time, you did very well. I'm sure, we'll be much better next week. We'll yeah, go we'll to. See how it goes. I'll definitely get to. <clears throat> excuse me. I'll definitely get out to Colester to watch Colester against Moctis. Um, we'll have a report from a UCFL game. Definitely. Uh, apologies to the LFL. It's not going to happen for a while. Um, until we get to a, uh, probably a big game, and um, AUL will will do our best as well. It's just. Um, you're talking to two UCFL lads here and an LSL um, is we're surrounded by LSL clubs here we had Moctis actually up the road there and they played in Sacred Heart on Friday 1-3-2 which is a decent result for Sacred Heart if we kind of went around the pitches the local pitches we get a good feed of all the other teams <clears> but we can't yeah, just exactly. go watching home games for, ta- for Tala teams the whole time that's why I went down to Port Marnock today. <laughs> <laughs> was, it a long, um, was it a long trip out now uh, no so what have we got coming up what's next week so we've UCFL uh, games we'll always get something there we've got uh, LSL We've so you already mentioned that you've Champions League is back during the week yeah so just the games for the week if you're watching on your telly we've got Newcastle as Wolves <coughs> at home to sorry Wolves you're serious, at, I am yeah Wolves uh, at home to Newcastle which would be a good game hopefully um, Newcastle struggling for points yeah I'm, I'm a Newcastle fan but I don't really have much faith in though I've got two Wolves players left on my fantasy football team to play so we're probably not going to win anyway <laughs> at that stage of the season where you're yeah, thinking it's of gonna, it's going to be tough I reckon if we survive it'll be by a couple of points at very best that's live on Sky Sports we have Tuesday Football United VPSG that's on BT4K and BT2 at the same time is Roma Porto on BT3 8pm Wednesday Ajax Madrid on BT3 and Spurs Dortmund BT4K BT2 8pm again Thursday then we drop down to the middle of nowhere and wherever Bate Barisov live they host Arsenal at um, 5-6 to six on BT2 and that's a double header with Malmo Chelsea at 8pm absolutely horrendous football Jeez. there no doubt after Chelsea, Chelsea but probably have a new manager spanked today they probably have a new manager I'd say anybody that had Aguero in their team today just got lucky because they forgot to do their fancy football team after they captain Aguero, Aguero for the double week did you have him captain? absolutely no no <laughs> I'd have captain them for the double week. <laughs> Salah captain. Forget to do the team <laughs> and come back in. Um, Jammy bastards. 
Yeah, and so. then Saturday we're back to the FA Cup. There's nothing really worth mentioning. Newport play City, and Sunday we've Bristol. Padraig Almond for Newport, banging them in. Ex League of Ireland man, he scored against whoever they beat in the last I'll round. To be honest with you, Mick, I won't be watching that game. Oh, no, we're not. No, it's going to be and the Bristol Wolves even worse on Sunday. So get your football in midweek, and then come to a a local game, a UCFL game, an LSL game, an AUL game. Support your local team. Do that on a Saturday. Don't bother sitting there watching absolute crap on the telly with new Football is not a TV show, as they often say, as is rightly to say. But uh, go out and watch the team. And if you have anything you want to tell us about the podcast, did you enjoy it? Did you not enjoy it? Hit subscribe. Either way, give us a review. Give us the four, five stars. Don't give us four. Give us five. Um, if you think it's a four, give it four. It's all about honesty. <laughs> no. Give us five. Yeah, do the um, five. And um, yes, any suggestions, anything you think we can do better, anything you'd like to hear more of, just tell us, but don't slaughter us. Okay. And um, find us on Twitter at the Mixer Podcast. At Mixer Podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> this is genuinely the thing I've written on all these four pages around me. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of these four pages and I'm going to post Mixer this Podcast. on Twitter. The Mixer on Facebook. It's at Mixer Podcast. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. And we will reply to you because we don't really have that many followers. And if you reply to us, that's major content. So we'll, um, we'll talk to you next week. All the best and thanks for listening. Good luck.